What's up, everyone? I'm Remy. I'm Lucas. And I'm Casey. And today is day 12 of the Day One's Discourse. Today, we are going to be talking about the intricacies of kyber crystal creation on the Templar planets of the Jedi Knight Order back in pre-Empire times. Remy, you oh. begin the essay. Strap in. Load into your speeders. We're going to go pod. All right. All right. Before, <laughs> before we lose all of our listeners right now, we're, we're totally teasing you guys. Um... So we were we were thinking with the uh, the new Star Wars uh, movie coming out, the final trailer just releasing, um, we want to talk about uh, since this massive like series franchise has influenced our lives so much over the past few years. Um, kind of what our thoughts are on the upcoming movie, what our thoughts were on the last movies, and what we'd like to see in the future. So. Yeah, let me start. <laughs> All right, so uh, my own personal opinion is that these last three movies have been, or those last two movies, have been pretty okay. I mean, they haven't really been too bad. They've added some interesting elements, um, like a, having Leia and Han Solo having a kid, which was interesting, and him becoming a villain. His whole premise, though, of being a villain seems kind of super lame, where he's just following in his grandfather's footsteps, the person he never even met he worships the helmet of it just seems weird to me that's like a really weak villain and he's just way too emotional and weird and it's it's just a, a symbolic his motivations seem really cross yeah i mean he doesn't know what he wants at any given time which is just kind of a week as far as storyline writing goes yeah so the last few movies have been really inconsistent following the same star wars universe as the first six movies um so uh, for instance, back when he killed Snoke, um, he was able to twist a lightsaber with the Force and turn it on, which, to me, is a little unrealistic because if Jedis were, in fact, able to do that, an entire Jedi fight would be them turning on and off each other's lightsabers, and that wouldn't be any fun to watch. And why didn't they do it in the previous episodes when they're fighting each other? So, to me... It was his lightsaber, correct? No. Oh, it wasn't? No. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Ray's lightsaber, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, um, it, it just doesn't make sense to me why that he could do that now. We've never seen that happen before. Um, along with the whole uh, Finn surviving in the last movie. Oh, my gosh. Um, he started. Like, he was about to sacrifice himself to save hundreds of people, and then he was stopped from doing that because the line of you need to save yourself to save others and then those other people died doesn't make any sense to me so I that also thing doesn't make a whole lot of sense the last few movies um, but with the new movie coming out I hope they have some interesting um, build-offs of his storyline and they should because they the last part of the movie kind of reinforced that they're gonna build something out of him so I'm excited to see where that like, leads to I will say I like the first movie of the of the recent ones that came out um, when that one dropped, I remember I saw the first trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, like when Finn raises the lightsaber in the middle of that snowy forest, he turns it on. I was like, holy hell, this is going to be so sick. And, uh, I was really excited for that one. And I thought that movie was good. Like it had some nice, um, parallels to the, a new hope. However, I did feel like it was definitely kind of a ripoff of it. Um, just cause it followed a very similar storyline. However, it did introduce like the, the new, um, what is it like the generation of heroes is what they're calling it or whatever um and then i felt like this the second movie was just 
terrible pale. like it just absolutely paled in comparison to that one and that one was like not even as good as the originals so i was pretty disappointed by that one it was like all the cool things in star wars except like one of the coolest things in star wars is like the fact that they have outer like outer space like fighter ship battles and like that kind of stuff you know like the space battles um and then they were like all right well what if for the entire premise of the movie we have that going on except they're running out of gas in an extremely slow motion and we don't use weapons yeah that entire scene kind of just was like this way too long you're drawing it out way too much and you're sitting there like what is happening like why are you doing this which brings us to the leia coming back scene oh that one yeah yeah i know what you're talking about yeah that was oh my gosh don't even casey what do you think Literally the worst moment in cinematic history. <laughs> it was so I, poorly done. It was like they were just pulling a book or a page right out of Disney's book, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, well, uh, what can we parallel her her to? Oh, Mary Poppins. That's it. Yeah, let's just kids love that, right? Okay, yeah, just have her fly back like Mary Poppins." It was. We were talking about this earlier, and I was saying, is not only just a horrible, I guess, plot twist or like change in the plot. It was just cinematically an extremely unappealing scene. It just looked dumb. It It looked really dumb. Yeah. I think that scene was really bad. However, one movie that they've released in the newer films that was absolutely amazing was Rogue One. That one blew my mind. I thought it was so good. I'm going to be honest. I... I did not like it at all. I like the fact that they fixed the glaring flaw in A New Hope of like, oh yeah, we got these plans to destroy the Death Star. However, I did not like, like, I did not get attached to any of the characters whatsoever. So that was the point, because they all had to die. Exactly. Their deaths would have been so much more meaningful, and the, the movie would have had so much of a, like, more of a climactic ending had I actually been attached to the characters, but I was like, oh, they're they're dead okay when the movie ended i just sat there like i i wasted two hours just sitting here watching a movie that had real no real uh i guess stake in the star wars story Mm -hmm. and in my opinion i mean there's a lot of people that argue against that because rogue one has like insane ratings comparatively to the to other star wars movies recently but um I, I just like, didn't like it. Cinematically, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of the scenes that they had in the movie were really well done. And, like, the shots that they had in there were just absolutely stellar. And I don't remember the name of, like, the big robot that was in there that was just oh, yeah. hilarious. Like, ca- like just throwing out all those, like, really funny little, like, one-liners. Um, I like that, like, that presence. But other than that, I just wasn't really wild about, I guess, the storyline of it. Fair enough. Um, how would you guys feel about the Solo movie? The I loved that movie. Yeah, that, one got, that one got surprisingly low ratings, but I think honestly, I think it was because audiences were expecting Harrison Ford, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, you can't expect like to live up to that necessarily. But I thought it was entertaining. Um, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a fan of prequels. That's another reason I didn't like Rogue One that much. But for some reason, there was something about Solo that was a lot more intriguing than Rogue One, and I, I can't pinpoint it. But I think part of it was the cast, honestly. Yeah. The cast was really good. Yeah. And just the the characters had really good development. And unlike Rogue One, I was attached to the characters. Yeah. Like, I was all I in. I remember the name of the main, like, the main actor who yeah, played Han Solo. But Amelia Clark and, like, Woody Harrelson in there. And then um, 
Donald Glover yeah. as Lando. That was so sick. I, I really liked all their casting choices. Yeah. yeah, I think they did a really good job with it. And I've always been interested on Han Solo's backstory because you hear a lot about it in the four, five, six, but you don't really, you know, get a whole lot of like good insight on it. So I'm kind of excited to see where they go with that and uh, seeing, you know, how they, they progress from there. All right, I think on the to- on the topic of Star Wars and recent releases, we have to talk about The Mandalorian. We have to. Yeah, that's very oh, yeah. true. It, easily one of the best shows released this year. Easily. So far. Easily one of the best shows visually released ever. I agree with that. I think it's I think it's so well done. Like r- the first few scenes in The Mandalorian are just absolutely killer. They draw you in so well. And just like without spoiling anything, like for all the viewers who have not yet um gone out and had an like had the chance to watch it, definitely go check it out because it's it's so cool to watch. It fe- it doesn't feel like a TV show. It feels like you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the episodes are short, which kind of sucks. I wish they were like an hour long, but it, it at no point has it had that feeling that you're watching like a cookie cutter episode of some TV drama. It's just you're it's engaging. It's beautiful. The characters are awesome. Baby Yoda. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Baby Yoda is just that's the whole reason why I watch the show. If Baby Yoda drops off, I I will stop watching it. Like I love the Mandalorian, but Baby Yoda is the reason for the show now for me. Yeah, I, I personally, a little bit different than Lucas. I think Baby Yoda's cool, but it's not the reason I'm watching it. I've always been super interested in like the Mandalorian culture and being able to learn about it, I think is super cool. And they have some really interesting points and like explanations about that whole culture, which is cool. And the only ones previously we'd ever seen were Boba Fett and Jango Fett. And since Boba Fett was just a clone, um, it's kind of interesting to see how that culture lived. And how they got their reputation. Because their reputation was big. And that was the whole reason um, Boba Fett and Jango Fett were such big roles. So I think that was super cool that they've introduced that whole entire thing. My only thing about it is, and I don't really personally have a problem with it. But I know like my dad, who's a huge Star Wars fan, has an issue. Is there's not a whole linear story that we know of yet. And we're kind of just watching, waiting for something to happen. But we're not quite sure what's happening. Which for me is cool. Because like... It's, it's catching me. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? I have to watch the next one because I don't know what's happening. But, you know, some other people are like, okay, there's no story. Why would I watch I this? Say there are some scenes that are, like, kind of cheesy. Like, they have, like, the... Uh, like, when they have the one scene um, in the at the end of the third chapter, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, think of the very end. Yeah. Um, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was just, like, it felt very Disney like less Star Wars-y, like less George Lucas and kind of more like, oh, hip, hip, hooray type thing. Yeah. So. But the thing is, it is a different company and it's not George Lucas. So I understand why they're doing that kind of stuff and you have to keep that in mind when watching these new movies is that it's not George Lucas anymore. It's not just that company. Also, it's mm-hmm. Disney now and they're going to do what they need to do to make it a Disney movie. And I think a lot of people are mad that all these new movies aren't like the old ones because there's those new aspects of it. But I think it's kind of like when a new musician or a new band releases a new album and it's different from their last one. Well, there's different influences now. There's different things that people want. So that's the way I see it. I remember when they 
when the Force Awakens was coming out, um, and when Disney had bought Star Wars, and all the memes were were cu- people were making memes just about how they're gonna turn into a musical and just completely like trashing on Disney and um, what they were gonna do with Star Wars, and I think they I honestly think they surprised everyone yeah. with the Force Awakens. I mean. I was blown away because wasn't it one of like the highest grossing films like not I'm not sure if it was know. of all time but it was like definitely really high grossing for that year. You should look that up. Well, yeah. it's it's definitely very high because I mean it's a Star Wars film. Everyone when they when they announced it everyone was like going nuts because Star Wars is one of the, you know, biggest movie series of all time. I mean, it literally changed the way people looked at movies. Back in the 70s when they released the first movie, the lines to see that movie were down the street, around the corner, and movie theaters weren't all that big at the time. And people, when they saw that, they were like, this is crazy. The effects and stuff. So I think a lot of people remember when the first one came out. You know, they're like 50 now, but when the Force Awakens, they're all bringing their families with them because it was their childhood. A lot of people's childhoods were Star Wars, and my childhood was 1, 2, 3. It may not have been 4, 5, 6, but 1, 2, 3 came out when I was young, and the whole Clone Wars cartoon series came out when I was younger, and that was my life. I watched all of that, so when they announced new Star Wars, I got excited because it's my childhood coming back again. I will say one thing. Um... I remember I talked to like my cousin because he was he's super obsessed with like the whole Star Wars lore and um, he's pretty big into cinematography and he was telling me about how uh, how he did some research into kind of like the reception of the old movies comparatively to the new movies because he was just curious how they all kind of um, did in comparison to the new ones like audience feedback immediately afterwards and apparently The Empire Strikes Back now known as the best Star Wars movie actually got like pretty bad like not critical but like audience like reviews right afterwards because people were so like frustrated with um the whole like reveal that darth vader was like luke's father people got so frustrated with that um that apparently like yeah apparently back then it was like a big deal um and then once people actually like started watching the movie over and over again they're like oh my gosh this is actually like an amazing movie i don't think that's going to happen with um the last jedi the, the most recent one in the, in the series no the most recent one in the series because that was that's their equivalent um, in basically the lineage of the the um, I don't know what to call the like this series like the new generation uh, sure, yeah, yeah um, but I, I honestly I was pretty disappointed with the movie like I've kind of said um, I thought the the storyline was really weak and the whole character development of Finn seemed really sketchy compared like it like Remy was saying um, earlier it just didn't feel like he had any purpose like he had lived out kind of his whole story arc type thing and I remember Casey and I were super hyped up after the first movie because we were really hoping we really connected to Finn because we, we were like oh my gosh that guy like if he became a Jedi and he started training with Rey that'd be so sweet and then they kind of just like ditched that entire avenue. And now it's like, well, what is he actually in the movies for? So once they gave him an, uh, kind of an out to get out of the movies and then um, prove himself like as a worthy cause and not just some guy who escaped the stormtroopers and made a minor impact type thing, I think that would have been a really dope way to end the movie. I will say the worst part of the movie by far, in my opinion, was the whole casino scene when they dropped down and they started, um, they had that whole like unnecessarily long 
portion of the movie that was all dedicated to that casino feel on that one planet where they were rescuing the escaped um, are those like horses something yeah I don't know why they decided to rescue the horses but not the the slave children that was just terrible judgment on their part and I, I was just not a fan of that it felt very like phantom menacey to me that whole sequence yeah I'm the I agree with those like your inhibitions for liking it I guess but when it comes to the newer Star Wars movies like I'm gonna watch them I still I still oh, like yeah. I love I it's not necessarily like what was the most recent one called The Last Jedi The Last Jedi like I liked it I watched it and I I really liked it and the main reason that I like the newer ones is because it's basically taking us back into a world in a different sort of in like shedding a different light on it in a sense that back when Star Wars first came out obviously technologies weren't as advanced as they are now for creating movies their special effects were average at the time amazing Mm -hmm. but now bad Mm -hmm. and the main appeal for me when they were coming out with these new movies was I get to see this world that was created this long ago in a modern way Mm -hmm. I get to I get to see it cinematically uh I get to see it with better effects. Mm-hmm. I it, it gave it like a more real feel to me. Yeah. Whereas I felt like disconnected from the other movies. Yeah. Even one, two, and three. Like they're definitely dated. They're dated like they're dated to their time for sure. Yeah, and it just it just felt weird the old ones, but these ones, it just made it feel so real. And I, that's what I really liked about it, and that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I want to see it because it's like, it really makes it feel like you're there. As opposed to this disconnect, like oh yeah, this is this is a Star Wars, this is a fantasy world where it you feel more connected in the new ones. That's why I liked them so much. But yeah, I definitely agree. I think the cinematics are super cool, and I really enjoy what they're doing because it feels a lot more real, like it's happening than the other movies were, mm-hmm. and I think that's super cool. So there's a new Obi Wan solo movie coming out soon right are you serious I think so isn't that what I heard do you guys not hear of that I know I haven't heard of that either that's wild yeah I'll have to look it up sometime but I I, that's what I heard is that there might is there might be an Obi-Wan movie coming out would it be reprised by Ewan McGregor I think so I think cool I like him yeah I just like him as an actor I think he's a likable guy yeah that'd be super and there's one thing that could be said about um, Star Wars and having really good actors minus Hayden Christensen personally I yeah. think that decision was really bad, but overall they've had really good actors for yeah. all the movies. I agree with that. I will say we were talking about it beforehand a little bit, and one thing that we would love to see is just a standalone like way prequel movie that completely ignores the entire Skywalker lineage and goes strictly into like a um a Star Wars version of like Logan almost like I'm not sure if you guys are very familiar with um, the whole like Logan premise of they take Wolverine and then they age him um, and it's a rated R version um, of this movie and it's so gory and graphic and it gives a really raw dark like pretense to this character I think it'd be really cool if they did that with a prequel to like the Jedi Order and they show like them like the Sith 
back in the old days of like the Jedi temple or the Jedi temples and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then like the, the Sith trying to break in and like steal the texts or whatever. I think that'd be super cool to just see a rated R, just blood and gore, just utterly graphic movie. I think that'd be so sweet. Yeah. Cause I've star Wars has always been this kind of lighthearted thing. Whereas it's more, um, an entertainment and like and fantastic reality, fantasy world. Like, whereas there could be like a, a really dark, like there'd be a huge market for that too. Yeah. Like, I mean, the entire world, like the premise of the world could be really dark as well. So I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the whole like Jedi order was there for hundreds of years before even the first Phantom Menace movie. Mm -hmm. And you do have all those years just to create this really cool story about Jedis and, and the, the fall, the, uh, the great Jedis as well, you know, like the, the people who ride the line between the Sith and the, yeah. Um, Jedi Masters you know it's it's there's a lot of stuff they can do and there's actually really funny so the director of that was directing all the Star Wars movies are saying oh it's so hard to write these movies because there's just nothing to you know build off of yet there's all these Star Wars novels all these Star Wars comics all these Star Wars games that were released that are considered to be a part of the Star Wars universe that they could build off of and they have all this material that I think they could really have a lot of fun with and bring a lot of people into yeah i think i think um the star wars universe inherently is dystopian and i think they could really build off of that in a in a separate movie i mean if you take like almost like an assassin's creed type look at it Mm -hmm. where you have like someone who's actually like their entire life has been basically dedicated to like the jedi and they are just raised to like be more of like a Jedi warrior like assassin type person and they are just like out to carry out the Jedi's like more political missions or something like that I think that'd be really interesting to see like yeah I I just I'm just imagining it now and that world would be so sick well that's about it I would if you're interested I would highly recommend watching um screen rant um, pitch meetings about the new Star Wars movies we we reference them a couple times in there and if you watch them you might catch it but uh they're really good and they explain a lot uh fair warning they might trigger you if you really like the movies so yeah all right let's get into song recommendations for this week um mine is dissolved by abso facto um mine is love someone by lucas graham we might have mentioned it before but i really like the song so yeah, mine's going to be Fever by The Pressure Kids. Great song. Excellent. All right. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, guys. Thanks for listening. See you all later. See ya.